0: Shalom listeners, and welcome to our 17th podcast in our weekly series, Worship Insights Through the Bible. Today we are going to continue looking at the royal priesthood as we look at our service as the royal priesthood. The three divisions in the tabernacle of Moses typified three phases of the Christian's priestly service. And so instead of beginning at the gate and working through to the Holy of Holies, we're going to begin the other way around, from the Holy of Holies into the courtyard. But first, we're going to take a break and take a pause at the Brazen Altar, because it is here that we realize that Jesus Christ had presented himself as a sin offering for our sins. And this is the moment when we are reborn and become one of the elect of God's priesthood. At that very moment we are transferred into the most holy place, and into the presence of God the Father, and the tutorship of Jesus Christ, our great high priest, through the Holy Spirit. Colossians 14 says, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness, and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sins. So let's now begin our journey in the Holy of Holies. And it's in the Holy of Holies where we are guided into spiritual adulthood by the Holy Spirit. As we get to know God, as we develop a relationship with God, He then prepares us for work and service in the holy place. And he then allows us to enter into the holy place to serve him there. And also, as we serve him there, we learn how to serve our neighbors. During his three and a half years of service on earth, Jesus fulfilled the types of the furnishing in the holy place of the tabernacle of Moses. He was therefore the anti-type of these furnishings. Let's look at him as the table of showbread. In the tabernacle of Moses, 12 unleavened loaves of bread were placed on the table of showbread. Every Sabbath, these loaves were eaten by the priests in the holy place, and fresh loaves were placed on the table. The table of showbread was a type of Christ as the container of the bread of life. Not only did he feed the masses with actual bread, and that you can read in Matthew fifteen thirty-two to 39, but he also promised that those who come to him would never be hungry again. And if we look in John 6, verse 35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Now, if Jesus, our great high priest, is the bread of life, then we must learn to depend on his provision each day. Provision not only of our material needs, but also our spiritual needs. In the tabernacle, the Levites had to bake fresh loaves each week for the table of showbread. God gives us a responsibility to see that the supplies are kept fresh. In the physical realm of our lives, it would mean that we have to take care of our fellow brothers and sisters in their physical as well as their spiritual needs. We have to be broken bread and poured out wine for them. We are now the showbread on the table, which is Jesus. We can only do this service if we are safely resting on Jesus, our table of showbread. Now let's look at the golden lampstand. In the tabernacle, the lamps of the golden lampstand were trimmed and lit at the time of the evening sacrifice, and trimmed in full at the time of the morning sacrifice. Jesus is our golden lampstand who provides the light in which we walk as believers. He himself has said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life and this you can read in John 8 verse 12. Jesus is the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And to know him and the light which he provides, we have to keep our relationship with him constantly trimmed and lit. This means that we have to study the Word of God on a daily basis, because to know Him is to know what the Word of God says. As we learn to serve God and our fellow believers in the holy place, we stand on Jesus our light and our living word. He is the golden lampstand, and we are the flames which are kept alight by the constant flow of His Holy Spirit. In this way, we can be a light to the world, a light which shines from the base, which is Jesus, our Messiah. And then there's the incense altar, and in the tabernacle of Moses, the priests had to burn incense on the golden altar morning and evening. Jesus is our incense altar, through whom our prayers and petitions ascend to God. And you can read that in 1 Peter 2 verse 5 and Revelation 8, 3 to 4. As priests of God, we need to pray and intercede constantly. Ephesians six eighteen we read, Praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. The Spirit of God is the fire that kindles the incense, that is our praise, so that it can be a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, which is well-pleasing to God. And that you can read in Philippians 4, verse 18, and 2 Corinthians 2, verses 14 to 16, as well as Acts chapter 2, verse 3. As we enter into the holy place to serve God and learn how to serve our fellow believers, we are once more seated firmly on our intercessor Jesus. He is the incense altar and we are the incense. And only by being on him and heated by the fire of his Holy Spirit can we then become the fragrance of Christ unto the Lord and to the world. 2 Corinthians 2.15 For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and amongst those who are perishing. We learn now not only to communicate with God through our prayers, but also to intercede, just like our intercessor Jesus. And so in turn we then intercede for our fellow believers as well as non-believers. James 5.16, pray for one another. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now we've been prepared to serve our neighbors and God now releases us from that holy place into the courtyard. Only when we are ready to serve others or to manage a ministry Are we then allowed to move out of the holy place into the bloody and the messy outside world, which is the courtyard? Every time the Old Testament priests did service at the brazen altar, they had to wash themselves first in the water of the laver. Likewise, the believer who has been sent out for service and ministry needs to wash himself in the water of the word regularly in order to remain standing in a polluted world. Jesus is the washbasin, offering us not only cleansing, but also life. Remain in him, otherwise you will soon find yourself being contaminated by the filth of the world, and then you will become just like the world. One thing we need to remember as priests We are priests to God and to God only. We are not mediators between man and God, and nor can we pronounce forgiveness of sins. 1 Timothy 2, verse 5 to 6 says For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ who gave himself a ransom for all. And I trust that this will encourage you to go out there and live as a royal priesthood. You have got a wonderful, a wonderful example in Jesus our Messiah. And I want to encourage you, go and compare the Old Testament priesthood and have a look at Jesus. Make a study of the order of Melchizedek that is so interesting do you really understand what it means to be a priest in the in the order of Melchizedek and so until next time God bless you